Okay, we are live and direct from Congresso Gurukul in Kerala, a state, a beautiful state in the south, south of India. And this is the fourth episode of the Let's Tell Joe podcast. And while I am the, the guest of Mr. Das Riveran, he is my guest in the fourth episode of the podcast where the theme is from entrepreneurship to social entrepreneurship. So, a warm welcome to you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm here helping Mr. Das to create content and help sharing the beautiful project that is involved. And today we are sharing the, the story of the creation of this this beautiful project and thank you how it all started so please you will the most uh, obvious beautiful thing is this is the 25th anniversary of Russell restaurants in yes. London so it's the jubilee year yes and I'm so excited and proud that we survived <laughs> and have done great, some great, some great things in these 25 years. It's 25. 20, it's the jubilee of uh, of Rasa restaurants. Yes. Of uh, specifically, I know. First Stock Newington, the first branch. First branch in Stock Newington, where many people come together and yes, they, they share the same. Yeah. Incredible, and we started at the right time in uh, London, and uh, Stock Newington had uh, brilliant mix of uh, writers, you know, actors, all kinds of wonderful people. And they welcomed Rasa and uh, with it, I think we have changed a lot of people to understand Indian food in a different way. And that transformation has resulted in the success of Rasa to become a chain and you know, in 25 years we have done many restaurants across London and UK. Right. So, so they were they were at the, at the beginning artists. They, they were probably choosing you as well for for the story of uh, how how you find the, how, you, how you found the the restaurant and your entrepreneurial journey. So from from India, which basically from here, from Kerala, to to London. So tell us a little bit more of uh, of this this journey. That uh, how did you how did you arrive to London? How and how you you opened uh, your first restaurant and then managed to to open several and then uh, passing from uh, an uh, as an entrepreneur in London as a social entrepreneur back in where you have your roots back in your um, in your state? You know, I, I believe uh, I had a wonderful life from the day I was born. I was blessed to be born in this beautiful land. And I learned to embrace that happiness of this atmosphere from a very small age. And when I finished my graduation and became a grown-up man. Kerala is very 
progressive state because of literacy rate which is close to 100%. People are always inspired to travel and you know find their destiny. Mostly you know to find a successful career in whatever they study. In my case I left home more because I was so curious about the world as compared to Kerala. If Kerala is this beautiful and I wanted to you know, find out whether the rest of the world is as good or, or if not, why? And is the happiness same everywhere? That was my reason to travel. That I went all the way to Delhi to you know, find my destiny. That was my first stop, which was not very easy, because South and North, they are like two continents in India. And uh, the culture is very different. As it happens to, to I, I guess, many other national Yes, absolutely. So, um, so I felt very difficult in the beginning. As I, you know, started in the journey, I realized that I should be fascinated with life and uh, my life was full of miracles from that day and I found uh, difficulties which I felt it was just a creative journey to understand challenges challenges to overcome not to let you down but problems were there to become you know to like uh, testing your creativity and ability to, to empower you yes empower you empower and I learned the art of looking at life and taking pain, mm. taking hardship as a pleasant, beautiful journey. Hard times make strong men. Yes. I mean, not only strong, and I thought it was important for you to become a complete person. Mm. So all the problems made you become stronger, and it made you more uh, exciting as an individual. A lot of things, you know, becomes very boring without problems. So I started to enjoy facing problems. And uh, the well, maybe, maybe in that case, we, there, there will be more called as challenges as any entrepreneur yes, face. Absolutely, I think you should never run away from problems. That was my first lesson. And I, as I continued my journey from New Delhi to London, I felt lucky all across because I was I believed in luck I believed in miracles my eyes were always open and I had the gift of smile which you know was the the most ideal way to express your happiness yeah. and um, these two things made me experience a lot of wonders in life so you made your way from uh, from Kerala to New Delhi first then from New Delhi to London and so so you arrived to London and what is what is the difference you see what is the, the no, impact I, I think the world is always different everywhere but I thought it's all up to you to make it all comfortable your initiative makes all the difference just like the day the sunshine is same everywhere. The breeze, the rivers, everything is same. We don't have to see the difference. We just 
blend with the surroundings. I always enjoyed being part of my world at any given point. So I, I manifested that surrounding as part of my life's journey. And I felt I was lucky everywhere. And Rasa was um, a big miracle and surprise to me in 1993. You know, the day before, I was a poor man looking for a job, and the next day, out of sheer luck and you know, a blessing, I had a restaurant to own. You know, I, I heard this story a couple of times, and I think that it, it, it definitely was a blessing as you you express it. But I think that also it's a, it's your uh, tendency of uh, of taking actions and uh, absolutely and looking for opportunities. And that's what I said. Keeping your eyes open and and your smile bright, and so your your wondering of of head of understanding more of uh, of living fascination. Everything, every phase of my life, I was curious about how I was performing as a sometimes ignorant person, sometimes inexperienced, sometimes having no clue because you're meeting strange people. It's like when I set out you know, from home, my dream was never to become a businessman. My dream was to become a happy person. And I always wanted to continue striving towards that sustainability of happiness in my life and people around me. Sustainable happiness. Yeah, so I took that journey to express myself and inviting like-minded people to surround me. And uh, this fascination is what uh, I think made every opportunity become easy. Even when they were difficult, in, 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 you know, to start with, but then I always found a way to overcome. And not just because of my beliefs, it's because you know it's like you invite that beauty of comfort when people understand that you're a genuine guy. They want to help you, and people recognize passion. You don't need to convince anyone about your passion. Passion is easily recognized by like-minded people. Yeah. yeah, and you know, hospitality was always uh, my biggest, you know, interest, interest and also my dream. Mm. Perfecting hospitality was something that I was always trying to better. You know, how to make someone feel so special, to make their problems look simple. If I could help more people, you know, by being, you know, maybe serving a dish or chatting with them while they have dinner, you know, whatever you do, even when just on a casual meeting, you know, you can always pass on that love for people. That love positivity. Yeah, so I always felt uh, hospitality was the ultimate gift of, you know, nature. It's not just the mankind, it's nature itself. How nature shares its wealth and abundance of Resources. It always had that ability to share, you know, selflessly. And that is something that I felt uh, human beings were not always following. 
as a matter of duty and as a matter of reciprocating, you know, love that you achieve from nature. So we keep forgetting that, you know, everything else look after you. But we don't always tend to share. And when I learned the art of cooking and the art of serving people, I felt my art can change people's lives instantaneously. instantaneously. And it's not something that uh, takes a lot of hard work or you know just being you know innocent, just being genuine to people. Yes. You share so much love. And sometimes that's what people need. And we all need love. We all need comfort. We all need sharing. Because we are all waiting for someone to offer us that, you know, ability to be part of, you know. Something, something yeah. greater than, than us. Yeah, absolutely. And, and when, when you learn this art, it's like eternal. There's no end to how much you can do. So in my journey of expanding the business as an opportunity, because I was one of the first people to open up Indian food, uh, you know, with a regional speciality. With Kerala food. Yeah, identify Kerala as a, a region with amazing variety of food. And then I kept on experimenting different community, cooking from different areas. And I managed to write a few cookbooks and managed to talk about it on television and radio. All these together, it created so much understanding of diversity of Indian food and the power of spirituality in cooking. Something that I felt we never managed to make use of, even as Indians. So for me, you know, that journey on one side expanding with that huge opportunity to spread restaurants across the world. Also on the other side, developing this, you know, this beautiful, you know, spiritual power and that compassion, I Compassion, this compassion yeah, for... Yeah, more than just my passion, the spiritual power of Indian food that I started to discover, how we could make it reach more people. So that fascinated me equally. Yeah. So there's on one side, you know, the business was growing. The other way, other side, you know, I was trying to spiritual, trying yeah, to help people. Trying to help more, more people because yeah. I felt more fulfilled, you know. Seeing happiness in the eyes of people. People, you were as much as you're selling food, making money, make a, a, a chain of a brand yeah, and brand. Uh, getting the name known to people and the world. But I thought every person that you help with this spiritual side of cooking and you know discovering the food philosophy as you know a way of life and makes life an easy experience if you food if you use food philosophy and how to you know understand and contain life in a much more simpler way. So these two things happened in my life at the same time. And like when I realized the power of food and you know that uh, spiritual side of things, that's when I had the idea of this social enterprise. Mm -hmm. 
social enterprise because in, in a modern society when we are you know in a globalized business and life system we are a, a huge community from different parts of the world trying to achieve the big dream everybody wants to be successful so i thought sharing is the most important thing and countries like india has such a variety of people and just like uh, i was talking about the food the diversity of food people themselves are so diverse in their communities in their economic situation their religious beliefs and all in all india is fascinating and i felt if i could in a credible So if I could find if I could find some talented young people to support and bring them up and I felt you know when I was 19 20 21 I was on the streets of Delhi and London you know seeking help and support or looking for an opportunity to express myself but you you believe in it you believe so much that uh, that it happened it happened and if I could tell my story to a lot of young people and help them to come up in life take them around the world like you know we started gurukul in 2017 after a long struggle to make it happen it took me almost 18 years to build this and we had the from the first batch of students everybody got jobs in some hotels or restaurants but one brilliant person this young girl called vichita yeah she is a brilliant chef and a really positive person You know, our idea was to bring children from, uh, I mean, children I call it, but they are grown-up kids. You know, they're from shelter centers and orphanages, and from you know these places where they keep underprivileged children. And we kept them for one year in a holistic training process, so that we teach them from farming, cooking, yoga, meditation, computers. we teach them everything so that they become real you know professionals and global citizens and they should be able to talk about food like a philosopher and i really wanted them to be at the global stage so that being a chef is not just about cooking but they can control our society and they can take charge of the up and coming generation and instill the passion of food can definitely change their taste for life that's what we believe the first taste of mom's food and breastfeeding which is the foundation of our taste making in our creation so how that is how we develop taste same way you know to develop these guys to a, a stage where they can communicate as powerful citizens and we we are sending vijaya uh, to thailand we are starting a small project there and she's going to be a chef straight away and like that that is you know to help as many people as possible you know today cooking is popular because you see a lot of cooking classes and demos on television all kinds of media social media as well but i think they forget the spiritual side of cooking and 
that, that can really change the way we look at the future of the world. And you need a lot of young people to take up because as a, as a young person talking about it, it's more convincing and you can convert. Just like um, all fashionable professions and jobs, the job market today, like people like IT jobs, any job that is fashionable today, people like. But I think equally, being a chef and being someone with an iconic skill to change this world, they could really you know, do a lot of wonders. So how did you start your cooking your cooking skills, how did you develop your cooking skills? You know, see, this is the funniest part, you know, like, like I believe, you know, I, I have seen a lot of wonders in my life. I call them miracles because they are surprise opportunities. They just turned out to be good luck to me and because I was ready for it, like you said before. And, um, you know, I was never trained as a, a chef, but and also I thought like everybody thinks cooking is a very special skill, only chefs can do it. I also learned to believe that way. And initially I had a bit of problems when I started my business. Because the chefs tend to control their business, which I thought was unfair in many ways. Because a restaurant is not just about a chef. Chef is a big part of it, but it's still not complete. Without, without other thing. A waiter to me is a big part of the restaurant. To me, he's equal to a chef. His artistic skills and you know, openness in hospitality and selfless giving, that ability to give his heart with the way he serves. That is, to me, all these are unique skills. And, you know, it's so funny, I never thought I could go. And it so happened in 1994, and I think, you know, when we started our first uh, restaurant and uh, we were becoming successful and famous, and uh, I had a chef cooking for me. And being a perfectionist and also a big fan of my own mother's cooking, I always thought that was the benchmark, and you always compare mother's food as the ultimate. So every time the chef cooked, I always found something, you know, something, something to complain or uh, yeah, or to try to improve. He could get better, a little bit more. It's not as much as the other one. So, you know, at the time, you know, I was married and my wife Alison and me, we used to talk every night about our performance each day. Right? As we became popular, my increasing you know, attention to detail in thinking about food was so deep. And I used to complain a lot to my wife every day. And after a while, one day, she was fed up. She said to me, Das, if you complain every day like this, why can't you go and cook? And I laughed at her. I thought that's a big job. Because I never thought I could cook. I know I am a good salesman. I'm a good waiter. I'm a good marketing man. But but I never thought I could cook. Then I told her, no, no, I can't cook. Yes, it's not for me. It's for the chefs. That was the, the new challenge. Yeah, and then 
she said to me in a nice way you know if you can talk about food this much you can cook and she convinced me and one day night the following week she took me to the kitchen we together cooked a meal which i cooked and she was helping me with the cutting and chopping and all that first time in my life thinking about my grandfather who was a very famous cook in the village i come from and my great mother she's no more but uh, i thought about these two individuals and for the first time in my, in my life i touched spices with a lot of feelings and a kind of spiritual thought went through my head more like a meditation it was right in the middle of night in absolute silence because i heard a lot of stories about my grandfather roasting spices in the early hours of the mornings and and i heard the stories like uh, he always believed that was the perfect time to start cooking and you get the most powerful focus and concentration and you can create magical flavors so you took inspiration from yeah that just yes. came into my head and i cooked a dish and uh, next day i asked my chef to taste it and he he couldn't believe that i cooked that dish and he said if you cook this dish i'm sure you can cook with that motivation i started cooking and it was the rest of my journey was together with food so that was the period where you were a vegetarian at that time and you I were I'm still a vegetarian you're still vegetarian always in my life i've never eaten even egg so I'm a, I'm a complete vegetarian just out of choice okay not because of anything else yes no complaints about people eating meat but for me personally i believe i have become a better person because i have this lifestyle and i still enjoy that ability to so you know consistently enjoy it and remain sane so you were you you became uh, you started from here to to delhi from to from delhi to london and now i'm back here now now you're back here you this is the most crazy thing isn't it it's like curry going to london and curry coming back home <laughs> so i think it's coming home yeah so curry curry coming home and i believe you know all this 30 years of wonderful journey in my life around food I learned something very special a very important responsibility and role in my life which is taking the future of food you know in the way I have learned you know India has amazing variety of food amazing number of wonderful chefs we all we, we all tell at a food store it's like to me my mother is the best cook in the world I learned and I was inspired by her love for cooking love for thinking about people that's what it's like every flower has many layers you know and every every layer has some unique flavor every petal of a flower smells different to me and so like as much as I enjoy wonderful journey of knowing Uh, great chefs i also thought you know what i learned from my mother 
is something that still amazes me. So that's what you know, which I'm doing from this wonderful project of Gurukul, which is taking traditions alive after a long time. When you come here, this is like the village I grew up in, Kerala, and everything I saw as a child I recreated here. I made all my dreams happen. And you know, until I created and opened the doors, I never realized it's going to amaze the local people. My only thought was that I will be talking to a lot of Western, you know, like my, my clients, my customers from London, um, and you know, people maybe you know, like passionate food foodies from different parts of the world. But I never thought local people walk through this door and feel amazed at what they see. This is an accomplishment which I feel thankful to everybody have you know who has who have been part of my journey so far. And incredible number of people have come into my life, you know, to support me in this. And they have all given so much love and their imagination with it. And I always felt this is the garden of dreams and the place for like-minded people to express. You don't have to be a chef to come here. You can be an artist to share your love for art and you know make it a platform for you to become perfect in your life. You know, I felt until you start sharing your wisdom, you never become close to perfection. The best way to learn is to teach. Okay? Absolutely. Unleash everything that you accumulated. You need to share it with people, with the future generation. None of us know how long you're going to live. While you are here, give what you have to people. Be empty and be free and happy. And you have to be liberated so that you keep keeping safe space for new things. See, great many people I have met in my life, whether in India or across the world, people are so unhappy because I think their head is full of unwanted stuff. And Gurukul will teach them how to get it out of their head, how to get your ego out so that you become like everything else. Look around nature. A piece of nature. Yeah. Everything shares everything. Look at the breeze that we enjoy every afternoon here. And it's lovely here. We all equally enjoy it. So th tell us a little bit more about, uh, about Gurugul and um, this project you were doing uh, for the locals. You know, see, to me, Gurukul and my passion for ultimate hospitality, I believe Gurukul will represent a seed of Indian spirituality and power of Indian cooking. And like I always believed, India has a great role for the future of the world. Because as much as every country is going big in technology and science, there is a danger which is we are cutting our traditions away from us. We are disconnected from nature, we are disconnected from relationships. We are disconnected from our role in a, in a society which is big part of it is nature. And we don't offer enough of ourselves to nature. And I think that is where I think we have to really 
empower our up-and-coming generation to become as become social beings so that it doesn't matter how successful you are materially most important thing is how much you share with your blessings your knowledge your wisdom your uh, success story your you know being humble as a human being you know everything that you think you have achieved your vanity as a clever or better person than somebody else or more people it's only going to last for a short while but by sharing you become a big part of this universe and whatever you leave behind is going to stay forever and i always say the example of a mango tree mango tree you see lots of them in the farm every season you can see the flowers you can see the seeds develop then it becomes they're always sharing yeah they blossom year. into beautiful fruits and every season kids are so happy to run around the tree picking the mangoes from the floor ground and you know exposing itself to this extreme weather conditions with not very beautiful body if you look at a tree it has also scars on it it's surviving but with the deepest desire and passion to serve the world it's having these mangoes every season producing this mangoes for the and children become so happy mangoes make everyone smile and if you look if you if i tell you my story our childhood stories are all about mangoes mangoes always make you smile but i always wondered when you pick the mangoes from the ground we never look at the tree and thank we were not told so when you pick up a mango from the ground and experience its divine flavor you never learned to be say thankful thank you. say yeah. thank you to the to tree so we need to, to to say thank you to the to the to the world to the nature there is so many things like mango tree around us so we have to become social beings so gurukul is going to be an iconic institution where we teach basics of happiness and life we want to simplify happiness so that when you come here my dream is to lose the ego the all the unwanted stuff from your head you should just naturally lose and be another part of nature you another part, part of nature you rediscover a fresh you every time so that is to me the dream so you you created your your you you started from here uh, with the with the curiosity of uh, of seeing the differences in the world compared to your to your to your place to kerala and then from uh, then you arrived to india to to new delhi from new delhi to london london you in london you create your uh, your restaurant chain and you come back to you come back to kerala sharing your knowledge and uh, and inspiring and helping the local communities with the rasagurukul so this sounds like a very successful story of entrepreneurship and social entrepreneurship what do you think what are the the last um, message messages that you 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 want to you want to tell 
and if you could speak with your younger self, what, what would you say? No, I think you know, in my life experience, every individual is born with abundance of gifts, blessings. There is something that is special in all of us. Sometimes you need to work a little hard to find that mm. ultimate the Gift or diamond that is within you. Something that shines as unique. You are one and only with that one particular gift. Everybody is blessed with that. There is unique talent in every human being. We have to stand up to take up that challenge, that responsibility for the world. Because to me, it's always looking at the sunshine. From that source, sun bakes everything in this world. Everything becomes shiny and beautiful under the sunshine. And we can be the sunshine for many, many people. We should all wake up every morning like, like a sun. Do our part to create. This world is so big. There is incredible opportunity for every individual in this world. We just need to stand tall and make ourselves useful to this world. Express in your own way. And believe, believe in ourselves and, As yourself and, and the opportunities that will come. Yes, and make a world a better place. You're only part of this world by being yourself. You don't mean anything. And by being in a part of this universe, we make it a wonderful place. Everybody is helping this world to inspire about their unique talent. But not many people offer it to the world. And I tell this to young people, don't get stuck between knowledge and you know, information, which is flying around in social media and other places. But taking actions. Taking actions. Action. Think about what you can do. Think and find your own philosophy. Think about your own unique you know, life and make that work for yourself and other people. Let you be the role model for the up and coming generation. And everybody can do that. Like I learned, anybody can be a cook. Anybody can do that. Okay. Anybody can do it. Thank you very much. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you for having me. Pleasure talking.